Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, welcome back to Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. Happy Labor Day to everybody who's celebrating. I hope that you are well and safe and having an incredible weekend. Today we're doing a very special episode. If you follow me last week, you saw that I was able to sit down and interview Dr. Fauci himself to talk about the importance of getting vaccinated. When I was presented with the opportunity and thinking through the questions I wanted to ask him, the questions that stood out the most were the questions that I've been hearing in my day-to-day life, whether from friends, family, or peers, especially as we all navigate COVID-19 and times of uncertainty together. Whether it's, what's actually safe to do right now? Or... What does he say to people who are worried about the long-term effects of the vaccine? I'm really excited and so honored to be able to bring these answers to you today, direct from the source. If you want to watch this interview, it's also available on my Instagram, at Liv Perez with two Vs. Thank you for tuning into this special episode today. I truly hope that it's helpful to any of you who are listening and that it inspires you to check in with your communities as well and go out and get vaccinated. Without further ado, here's my friend, Dr. Fauci. Hi, Dr. Fauci. Hi, Olivia. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. Thank you so much for being with us today. How can, how can we help? Let's get started. Before we begin today, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for being here, but also for all the incredible work that you've done over the past year. You have been such a resource of comfort and reason in our home, and I know millions of others. So thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. That's really nice of you, Olivia. I appreciate you saying that. So today we've come together to share some insights on the vaccine. Let's dive right in. Today we are seeing numbers that are similar to 2020, but now we're playing a totally different game with vaccines and variants. As someone who is fully vaccinated, what do you feel is safe and what's not safe for me to be doing right now? Yeah, one of the things we have to be really careful of is that obviously having been fully vaccinated at this point in time, you clearly are protected against infection much more than if you were not vaccinated, obviously. Um, But no vaccine is 100% protective, particularly against asymptomatic and mildly symptomatic. So we're seeing what's called a lot of breakthrough infections, which sometimes gives people a misperception about what that means. So you can get infected and have very few symptoms. Uh, The real purpose of the vaccine 
when it does its job is to protect you from getting seriously ill and winding up in the hospital and, and God forbid, you know, even getting so seriously ill that you might die. The vaccines still do that very well. But what we're seeing with the Delta variant is that it is so highly, highly transmissible that even people who are vaccinated fully can wind up getting infected, which is almost invariably a very mildly symptomatic or asymptomatic infection. The trouble is that the level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person, even when they're vaccinated, who can get infected is pretty high, which means you could inadvertently and innocently transmit it to someone else, likely an unvaccinated person, but maybe even sometimes a vaccinated purpose. Hence, you're hearing about the idea that when you are in indoor places, public places, particularly in areas that are parts of the country that are red zones or orange zones, which means you have a high degree of transmission, that you should be wearing a mask. Now, people get confused. Why do we need to wear a mask if I'm, if I'm vaccinated? Well, that's the reason, because what could happen is you could get infected and even not have any symptoms at all, and then inadvertently and innocently pass it on to someone who's not vaccinated. That could be children in your own home, that could be people who are vulnerable with underlying conditions. So we're in a period of flux right now. You've heard a lot about booster shots, which is interesting because the booster shots, we know now that we have uh, uh, protection that's starting to wane over time. And we wanna make sure that people get that extra added bit of protection, which is why we heard yesterday the announcement that I was involved in, in trying to, in an orderly fashion, get people to get a third shot if they've had the two mRNA shots, just to keep the level of protection high and durable. For people who are unvaccinated, what's your elevator pitch to get them vaccinated? Well, I think the data are so obvious. I mean, if you look at the people who've wind up getting in the hospital or even dying, well over 90% of those individuals are the unvaccinated people. Unvaccinated people are very vulnerable. I mean, vulnerable to getting infected. And some of them, particularly the elderly, particularly those with underlying conditions, are vulnerable to getting a serious outcome. What we're starting to see a lot more of now with the Delta variant, which we didn't see like eight or nine months ago with the original prototype variant, is even young people are winding up getting seriously ill. The average age of people in the hospital now are 40 to 50, whereas a year ago it was 70 and 80. Now it's much younger people, which means there are people even in their 20s and 30s who are winding up getting hospitalized. Now let's get into the vaccine. Something that I hear quite often when I'm talking to people who might be adverse to getting the vaccine is the fact that they're afraid of long-term effects. What do you say to people who are afraid of long-term effects of the vaccine? Well, when you look at historically vaccines in general, and even this vaccine, long-term effects that are adverse of vaccines are extraordinarily rare, if even at all. Usually, if you see an effect, you get a reactogenicity, which is like within a day or so, your arm might hurt, you might get a chills and things. But then other longer-term effects 
almost all of them occur within a 45-day period. So we don't even let people get vaccinated until 60 days after the trial showed that people did not have any adverse effects. So the idea about a long-term effect of a vaccine is completely dwarfed by the long-term effects of COVID. I mean, COVID is the thing you want to worry about getting long-term effects. And there's a thing called long COVID, which means that people who get infected, even those who don't necessarily get seriously ill, very often have a prolongation of symptoms like chronic fatigue, um, muscle aches, uh, temperature dysregulation, uh, inability to concentrate. It can really disrupt your life. So when you're talking about long-term adverse effects, worry about COVID. Don't worry about the vaccine. For people who have had COVID-19 in the past year and a half, a resounding sentiment that I've heard is that they don't feel they need to get the vaccine because they have additional protection. What do you say to people who have already had the virus and still don't want to get vaccinated? Well, you know, that's a very good question because people ask that all the time. No doubt, if you were infected, you have some degree of protection against reinfected. You can't doubt that. That's true. But the data now show that if you get doubly vaccinated, for example, with an mRNA, you have a much broader protection against not only getting infected with the original virus, but with the variants that we're seeing. Whereas if you get infected and then wind up getting a degree of protection, it seems to be more limited than if you get doubly vaccinated. If you get vaccinated after you get infected, like a month or two or so, or three after you've been infected, you have a great advantage because the level of protection, if you first get infected and then wind up getting vaccinated is extremely high. So the advantage of getting vaccinated, even though you've previously been infected, is really quite profound. It's a really big advantage. Being that COVID-19 is something that we've never experienced before, you've been in the position to learn and provide information at the same time that we're experiencing it. What do you say to people who've become skeptical to any information due to the ever-changing nature of COVID? Well, you shouldn't be skeptical of the information because the information that you get is related to the situation at the time you get the information. When the situation changes, then the information and the science should evolve with it. People sort of get confused when they say, well, you say one thing on one time and then three months later you say something else. What's actually changed, Olivia, is the virus has changed. So the Delta variant that we're dealing with now is very different than the variant that we were dealing with six, eight months ago. So people shouldn't say, well, they keep changing their tune. The tune isn't changing. The virus is changing. Dr. Fauci, thank you so much for your time today. I am really excited to share this with my community and beyond. And for those listening, I hope it was helpful. Thank you, Olivia. It's good to have been with you. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. If you're not vaccinated, head to madetosave.org backslash vaccines to learn more. And if you are vaccinated, do your part. Check in with your friends, family, and community. And you guys can get involved in the hashtag Made to Save campaign as well at madetosave.org backslash act. All of this is available at the description of this episode.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week.